0: a slightly different tangent this time. I'll be talking about another more worldwide issue um, and uh, something that could potentially affect a large proportion of East Africa, indeed, and it's about Ethiopia and its approach to two main issues. The first is the building of a dam, which is at the southern point of the River Nile, and then the second issue that's facing the current leader of Ethiopia, Abiy Ahmed, is the potential dispute um, with the Tigrayan people. Which, is, which are normally based in the most northern aspect of Ethiopia. So in regards to the dam, it's typically known as the Renaissance Dam. This is a dam that is um, along the River Nile as its entry point in Ethiopia, and it has a large, um, uh, large aspect within Ethiopia. The dam itself will has been quoted to provide, once it's built, quite a lot of electricity, um, jobs, and it was fundamentally quite a positive Build for Ethiopia in terms of its economy and uh, various other aspects, which I won't go into too much detail about. Now, this dam that um, this river that runs through, obviously the in Egypt, River Nile, it runs down through Sudan and Ethiopia. The issue is, if the dam is built, there will be less, um, less of course, water running through. Um, and reaching various parts of Egypt as well. And the worry is that in Egypt, the River Nile, it won't be the same as it is now, and the water supply will diminish given the building of the dam. Um, now, it's it's quite interesting, uh, a proposal I think in the late 90s between the three countries agreed um, that there wouldn't be any any formal build of any sort of dam at the southern point of the River Nile. Um, However, that was at a time through which Ethiopia was in a dictatorship, I believe, and it was a time uh, of which much of Ethiopia's uh, say in that meeting uh, potentially wasn't acknowledged. Now, with the new leader, Abiy Ahmed, uh, he brings a more positive outlook on, um, positive or negative, depending on your point of view, on how the the River Nile can actually benefit Ethiopia with this building of this dam. Now Sudan, which is obviously a neighbouring country between these two countries who are in dispute, uh, would benefit with the dam being built given that Ethiopia has agreed to provide uh, cheaper water supply to Sudan uh, and its various other aspects that you can read into. However, it's in a precarious situation because, of course, it's an ally of, of Egypt um, and it's uh, Again, all all really up in the air. Uh, recently, the United States President, uh, Donald Trump, um, had mentioned that if an agreement cannot be reached, that Egypt may indeed uh, destroy the dam, uh, which obviously would anger, and did indeed anger, um, the Ethiopian, uh, Abiy Ahmed. So that is it's still an ongoing issue, and the dam is still being built, um, and there has recently, I think in the last five days, no... Agreement has yet been been reached, and the issue is if the stem uh is continuing to be built uh Ethiopia would benefit tremendously but uh uh Egypt in itself would not uh, egypt is seeking uh the united states involvement um who indeed are pressurising uh, all three countries to negotiate a deal. And on another front, because I think this other issue that's facing Abiy Ahmed is one that could affect the entire East Africa, including Eritrea, Somalia, um, and a few other um, neighboring countries, um, including Kenya, um, is the dispute with the Tigrayan people, which is, which are based in the most northern aspect of Ethiopia, and this is a group that was largely um, uh, out. Outed by um, Abi Ahmed, given that they were uh, had majority rule um from the early nineties up until two thousand and eighteen up until Abiy Ahmed's selection um, they are a small proportion of minority group in Ethiopia who had majority power in the nineties up until two thousand and eighteen um, they have their own militia they have their own um I think it numbers 250,000 or so uh, army personnel, um, and they are almost uh, sort of a separatist group. Now, Abiy Ahmed's motive, of course, was to unite all the different factions of Ethiopia, um, and uh, indeed he has tried. Through a number of aspects, which you can of course read about. Now, the question is, will there be some sort of agreement between these these two groups? Now, the reason Abiy Ahmed has recently launched um, uh, a military front uh, against this most northern aspect of Ethiopia is because he cites that one, uh, they are not engaging in talks, which can be debated, and two. that they had recently attacked a governmental post in the tigrayan region now i think there are a number of issues to raise here the most important one is that of course an all-out war with a um ethnic minority group in ethiopia would not be good given that there are loads of minority groups and they may all feel a similar aspect um, and two an all-out war would destabilize uh, east africa itself you just go a bit more north. You reach Eritrea. Eritrea recently had an agreement with the centralist government of Ethiopia that they would no longer uh, be be at war with each other. And indeed, that's why Abiy Ahmed had received the Nobel Peace Prize. Um Eritrea, not- notably, are at odds with the Tigrayan people in northeast, uh, northern Ethiopia, given their history in the nineties. Um, which is self-explanatory now the issue for neighboring countries particularly countries like Somalia or um, uh, even Kenya and uh, other East African countries is that if Ethiopia which is normally the rock bed becomes destabilized then um, the entire uh, East Africa region can indeed become more destabilised and similarly bordering countries like Yemen which is already a destabilised region as well. So it's quite a precarious situation at the moment and it's uh, of an interest to I think all of us to keep an eye on to see the, the developments of what could be happening next um, and we hope of course there'll be a, a peaceful uh, resolution to all these issues that are currently being raised.